Mona was just a flat out whore. podcast from the ballerlifestyle.com. It's me, Brian Beckner, host of the show. Uh, as always, I let you know, hey, reach out. Some people reached out this week. They did so via email. Mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com is the email address for the program. You can also leave us a voicemail. Be good at it. 949-464-TBLS. I implore you. I I teased you last week with the the dig post that I was going to share on our Facebook page about the World Series of Vaping, and it was glorious. And if you're not following us on Facebook, you're missing it. So check out the Baller Lifestyle Podcast on Facebook, like that page, and get the, the content that we share there that we may or may not discuss on the show. Um, as always, I implore you to like the show on iTunes, subscribe to the show on iTunes, rate the show there, and of course, become a patron via our Patreon page where you can pledge a dollar amount that you can share with us every month. And it doesn't have to be a lot. It should be a lot, but it doesn't have to be a lot. So think about doing that, the Baller Lifestyle Podcast on patreon.com. Joining me now, as always, Hoboken's own, Ed Daly. Ed, how are you? Good. I uh, first want to apologize for I, I got a lot of feedback. People really felt like this was turning into a political show. Oh no, we are not. We don't talk politics. I hate debating politics, and the only Me thing too. I hate more is hearing people debate politics. Right. I was only pointing out a, a, the Bernie supporters got mad, but you know that's all right. It's all right. I don't. The thing. Only- you you yelled at me, so you kind of proved my point. But the, I don't want to get into politics. The one thing <sighs> I do do want to get into about politics is I was watching one of these like shows. I was in the airport, and there there was a show like CNN. One of these shows that they're just filling time, and they were showing like highlights of Donald Trump. And there was one speech where he goes, "I just want to point out." I am really rich. And then there's a crowd of like morons just started cheering. <laughs> Why would you cheer right. for someone else being rich? But anyway, yeah, he's got money. That's the end of politics, but I wanted right. to talk about it's nice being a pioneer when you're like um you know some sort of um human rights, some sort of pioneer where it really matters. Well, this weekend I was a pioneer on a Ferris wheel and it went horribly awry. What do you mean you were the first person to ride a Ferris wheel? <laughs> well, it was in the same city where the first Ferris wheel ever happened, but uh, I went with the family to Chicago this weekend. Great town. And, fantastic town. I Every time I'm there, I'm reminded how great it is. Um, right. It's it's fantastic. And even with the but, – I'm usually there with my buddies, but it's yeah. still great. Like it's just a good town. Good, yes. good places to eat. You can still – Good know, everything. Good, every, good people. Good people. And I, like you, I always go there in the summer. So I think it's just like I'm like best place ever. And then, But then I'm never there when it's like – Below zero. Well, but see, I'm sure I, I it's fine that. then too. I know that's true. That's that's more your style. You should go there oh, it in was like fucking February. Hot. It was it was yeah. like Vietnam there this weekend, but it was still great. Um, but there was uh, like a new, you know, one of these um, huge Ferris wheels where you get like scenery of the city, and it was near our hotel. And the kids like they're advertising the shit out of it. And the kids are like, "Oh, can we go on the Ferris wheel?" And it's like, "Sure." What's the opening date? May twenty seventh, the day we just got there. I was like, oh, "Holy shit!" Okay, we we go on, and it's like these pods, and so it's four of us, and then four random like I don't oh. know, early twenty somethings. I was um, gonna say Chinese tourists. No, they were like you know like Middle Eastern early twenties oh. from like Michigan. They were they were perfectly nice. Um, right. We get up there, and it's like. Not planned, but we're, we're watching the sunset over the city. It's, you know, it's Gorgeous. beautiful. And then I was like, wow, we've really gotten plenty of time to check, take in this sunset. And then, wait a second, we haven't been moving for 15 minutes, 20 minutes, Whoa. and you get over the PA. 
Yeah, we're having some technical difficulties. Uh, stand oh, by. No. And they didn't figure out like how the PA system. So if you press, if you're in an emergency, so everybody starts freaking out and pressing the buttons like to talk and everyone can hear every complaint and people are freaking out. And we were up there an hour and you see a storm rolling in over Lake Michigan and my kids are freaking out because they're hearing people freak out and it's getting dicey. Oh, those, those thunderstorms come up quick. Yeah. And so after an hour we, we got out of there, but it was, it, it's just, I mean, Ferris wheels aren't that fun, but you're doing it with your kid and you figure it's over soon enough. Taking, right. taking a little scenery. Yeah. Don't be, don't go on the first day. It's not, it's not something no. you just want them to, to work it all out. I found that in my old age, I've become tremendously um, sensitive to like m- things that make you nauseous. So I'm, I'm okay on a fer- Ferris wheel. Although I'm terrified of heights, I can still do Ferris wheels, no problem. I'm, but I'm anything, the same same way. Like yeah. when I was a kid, I liked the scary rides. Same, and stuff, but like it's not that I'm scared as much as I, I just I feel sick when I do yeah, these I, like whipping around things and yes. up and down. Like I just I feel ill. Turns your stomach. Anything that like jerks around or spins or I just can't. I've gotten old. I just cannot do that shit. It and makes although, me feel unwell. And although I have a fear of heights, like I'm okay if I'm in one of these like big pod things like it's it's all right i can deal with it like i'm not all petrified but when you're up there an hour you start thinking like oh geez i did see the footage of a crane like people helping yes, someone off, a, off a roller coaster like yeah. i saw that and i was like oh i don't want to have to like climb on a crane like this is not good yeah and it, or, or if some fireman comes up and he's like okay just let's just climb down the 600 foot ladder together yeah, i'd be yeah, like no i'm just gonna no, die here no, i'm just no. gonna die in the ferris wheel no you figure out how to make this engine go because i'm just not getting out of this pod but yeah you start having those thoughts after 45 50 minutes and uh and then like soon as we got out then it started raining sideways and so we had to like take shelter in a men's room for another half hour it was oh, it was man. it was a rough rough time tough weekend yeah um, uh, well, that's outstanding. A book recommendation. I'm reading Dave Hill's new book. Dave doesn't live here anymore. Yeah, I think a, it's called. He's a funny dude. It's, it's just such a delight. He's, he's one of these people. If you don't know who he is, you probably all do. I mean, I feel stupid, like trying to explain something that everybody knows, but if you don't, uh, Dave Hill's a writer, comedian, humorist, musician, and he's, he's just... He's, isn't he part of the uh, group that does the theme for John Oliver? Yeah, that's his, his band does the song, the theme song for the John Oliver show. He's been on there. He's big on Twitter. He is he just he just d- delights me in everything he does. Every time I see one of his tweets, I laugh. I follow him on Facebook. He cracks me up. I read his first book. It was very funny. I'm just about to finish his second book now. It's Essays. It's a very easy, light read. I read it on the plane this weekend. And uh, I can't recommend it enough. It's called uh, Dave Hill Doesn't Live Here Anymore, and you should all go out and buy it and read it because it's it, he's a delightful writer. It's I will funny. definitely check that out because he is a funny dude. Yeah, it's all it's all about um, him him be leaving Cleveland or um, or realizing that he's become you know that he's sort of too old to go home. Uh, it's very good. <clears throat> also, we don't usually talk that much sports on this show, but I was at a bar the other night and I was having dinner. And I saw, I looked up and I'm like, oh, the Oklahoma City Thunder is about to end this series in game six. They have like a five point lead with four minutes to go. They're probably going to wrap this up. That didn't happen. Clay Thompson shot the fucking shot him out of existence. Two games in a row. Yeah, it's I, I, I am a Knicks fan and that's it when it comes to the NBA. Right. I did catch a little bit of this and. To me, the the thing is, is, these guys are too good at shooting now. It's it's insane. It's kind of weird to watch. Like every shot goes in, and I I actually I understand the greatness, but I actually don't prefer it like this. They're too good. Like I I don't know. They should like maybe move the three point line out like another eight feet. Like something's mm-hmm. but off. They make just, they make those at fifty percent too. I know. It's, like it's they, too they many baskets. Put, they could put a, they could put a five point line at half court, and these guys would be making five pointers all day. It's fucking ridiculous. Uh, so yeah, that's that's the extent of my sport. I watch like five minutes of a game. Yeah, I so. watch I watched five minutes of last night's game, and it was just like you know two guys on each side touched the ball, and they all made their shots. 
Yeah. Nose it just it. doesn't matter if somebody's guarding them. They just throw it up over them and it goes in most of the time. Yeah. It's amazing. Uh, okay. Emails. <clears throat> Guys, who is the athlete who had his or her prime prior to the dawn of social media that you would love to have followed on Instagram? Mike Tyson, right? Love you guys and fancy. That's from Chris. I don't. I feel like Mike Tyson wouldn't be able to work Instagram or wouldn't have the inclination. Yeah, I assume he's talking back in the day. Like, no, right. there's no way. And um, yeah, you, you're thinking, yeah, if you're showing hot pictures of Robin Gibbons naked or yeah. uh, or he's Instagramming as he beats up Mitch Blood Green at three in the morning. But like, yeah, or he or he's driving he's driving down the Eastern Seaboard and he gets tired of shifting his Ferrari, so he pulls in the Rolls Royce dealership <laughs> and buys one of those. I just feel like he wouldn't like that's a that's great, and I know he, that's the kind of stuff right. he did. But I don't feel like he would take a picture. But athletes are terrible. Like, they, they either – like, I did follow J.R. Smith for a little while because I heard he was just posting – He was just posting yeah. pictures of chicks he was nailing and stuff. And, like, it was it was random and funny for, like, a week. And then the NBA shut it down. And they just started posting pictures of his kids. It's like, fuck that. Oh, I, my I, God. I want no part of that. No. And, like, athletes, they're just they're, – they're good at sports. And like yeah. maybe maybe a couple of them are funny, but like overall, social media with athletes is really terrible. I know. I'm trying to think like maybe like Willie Stargell and the and yeah, the like if they, pirates in the '70s, right. like if they were taking pictures of all the cocaine and stuff. Maybe that probably is it because they wouldn't be as filtered because they'd be just marching on clown right. powder. But um, I was thinking maybe Joe Namath or Walt Clyde oh, Frazier yeah. from like that's a good know, one. The early seventies NYC yeah. Coxman thing. Oh yeah, but like, it up. But the reality is, like, yeah, even Babe Ruth would be posting pictures of his food. Probably right. Yeah, like, he'd, oh, look at this Babe big Ruth steak be, I ate. Like, yeah, he, he'd be suck. eating like a seventy-two ounce porterhouse on a train. And the today equivalent is just JJ Watt, like showing pictures of weights. Oh yeah, here we go. Agreed. Like great, great. This is flipping the tire. Doing work, yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not real big into athlete Twitter, but maybe there's, maybe there's somebody out there that we're not thinking of yeah. that would be good. Yeah. Uh, here's another one, Brian and Ed. Just wanted to get your thoughts on a Code Brown scenario. We talked about this last week, as there was an unfortunate Code Brown. You need to drive somewhere that's an hour away from home. How far into the trip can one backtrack to their house? What's the point of no return? Thanks. That's from Dean. That's a good question, Dean. I, uh, I'll let you answer first, Ed. Um, well, I, it depends on where you live. I, it, as a general rule, I would say first 10 minutes. Yeah. You go back. That's where I'm at. And then in like the middle 45, you just got to find a spot to, to totally like find a, a, re- a fast food place or a rest stop yeah. or something because it's just not going to work. And then if you're in the last like 10 minutes, then you just hold, you know, you white knuckle it That's and exactly just right. get there. But yeah. I agree. It depends on where you live. Like for me, if I drive out of Hoboken, the first part of my journey is like fighting a ton of traffic of tunnel traffic, getting into the city. So I can't go back. Like once I've gotten past a certain point, I can't go back, but I don't drive that much. So I I would say as a general rule, first 10 minutes to turn back. I would agree. 10 minutes. And you know, you hit a certain age, you don't want to turn around. So if there's any, if you're like, Oh my God, I got to go. You're, there's usually an option where you can go, unless, like you're saying, you're trapped and you're stuck in traffic. Yeah, listen to your body. <clears throat> um, speaking of somebody that was stuck, there was a, a Mexican soccer player <laughs> kidnapped this weekend, and I saw the headline, and I'm like, oh, that guy's dead. Yeah, So exactly. he's dead. He's dead, right, Ed? He's beheaded. Actually, so on Saturday night, armed men took Mexican soccer player Alan Polito outside a restaurant in his hometown, Ciudad Victoria. And on Monday, the police received a call from Polito. According to Polito, the player punched one of the kidnappers, took his gun, shot another kidnapper, then escaped through a window before calling the police. Police are just claiming it as a straight-up rescue. Yeah. Now, Brian, who, who are we supposed to believe here? A soccer player who claims he turned into James Bond? 
or the Mexican police, who are best known for getting clowned by drug cartels on a regular basis. It's a tough. It's a tough one. I mean, have have the Mexican police rescued anyone? Like, if you need to get rescued in Mexico, you need a mercenary. You need to call. If a bad guy gets you in Mexico, the only way you don't show up headless is if you get another bad guy to come in and save you. Like, uh, like Denzel and that and that was it. Man on Fire. Yes, I didn't see that. Like that. But I think that's – I think it was Mexico. Yeah. Like he just starts killing cartel guys. Right. That's – Kidnappers. Yes. That's how you do it. You got – you got – you need like a like the Sicario guy to come in and just fucking right. kill the people that have you. But like or else everyone. Be dead. Uh, I did see though that the soccer guy, he did have a bandage on his hand. So maybe he, was, he did sustain an injury or he's really gone to lengths – to to protect himself. Although I will say, that, will say this, I sort of I think I believe the soccer guy. Be- I kind of believe him yeah. because why isn't he already dead? Right. He he would like, he would have been dead. And what's in it for him to go like, oh, I rescued myself? Whereas the police, they're getting clowned on the regs, and they're, so they're not going to be like, oh no, this guy didn't save himself. We saved his ass because they have to save somebody at some point. They can't right. ha- they can't have some wussy soccer player beating ass and shooting guys to get out of captivity. They need to save somebody at, just to save face. You would think at at this point there would have to be some sort of good news coming out of the Mexican police. Like even a, you know, what is it? A, a stopwatch is right twice a day. That's right. Like they've, they've got to be, they've got to come through once. Yes, that's true. Eventually they're gonna, they're gonna rescue somebody, but I just don't think it was this time. But the bigger question is probably yeah. like, why, why go to Mexico at this point? It's true. You it's know, there are other scary. nice places. And I know you went there somewhat recently. Yeah, it was, but like it's just like, there's ago. so many nice places. There yeah, are nice there's places. There's lots like of nice places. Mexico, Jesus, it just doesn't seem like a good place. Like, uh, you don't go to Papua New Guinea because they still haven't totally kicked the cannibal thing, right? right? That's I mean, it, right. Yeah. it could be super beautiful there, yeah. but like, you would be like, nah, I don't think so. But yet, people still take their lives there's, into their own hands by going to Mexico. There's other places in that. Um, in that, speaking of that Dave Hill book, he's got a nice essay about going down to a very lawless place in Mexico and playing guitar inside a Mexican prison controlled by the cartels. <laughs> that doesn't seem but like a this, comforting situation. Dave Hill's a single guy; like he's got no kids. He can he can afford to be adventurous. You know, guys like you and I. We no. got too much to live for. <laughs> we got kids riding on yes. us. <laughs> um, speaking of guys that have a lot to live for, Ed, <laughs> and speaking of uh, a, a scene uh, that I would like to know more about, what is going on in the world of Minnesota high school wrestling? No, it's college. Oh, Minnesota college wrestling, even better. I think it's the Golden Gophers. Uh, They have a wrestling team? They probably have a good one. All the good ones are in the Midwest. We've done, I I was thinking about this, we've done a lot of Golden Gopher stories. Yeah. And, but I think it mostly has to do with Patino, Patino's son being the coach of their basketball team. Right. Well, didn't their athletic director? And their AD, yeah, 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 it was real creepy. Yeah, he creeped on some chicks. Yeah. I know they had like a cool football coach, but beyond that, it seems like a lawless program. But anyway, yeah. This this past spring, Minnesota Golden Gopher wrestling coach Jay Robinson, and his actual first name is the letter J. That's crazy. That's crazy to me. Um, he he discovered that some of his wrestlers were dealing Xanax. Yeah. Four members of the team were selling twenty five hundred pills at eight bucks piece. Now, for teammates, the price was lowered to five bones a pill. Anyway, the coach caught wind of it. Uh, he called a team meeting yeah. and addressed the issue. He said he'd give them an amnesty in exchange for the pills and a written one-page essay about their feelings and what uh, about their feelings and what they've learned. And the pills were either dumped out or handed in, like half, half and a half. Uh, but still, someone felt the need to call the police. And the coach tipped off the wrestlers to lawyer up. Now people are wondering if Robinson could be in trouble. Now. Brian, considering they're offering their teammates pills at nearly half price, shouldn't Robinson be applauded for promoting such camaraderie? I mean, this wrestling coach having the name, having his name be a letter aside, 
forgetting right. that for a moment, which is hard to do. This guy seems pretty chill. Like, hey, I catches these guys, you know, they're slanging some pills he's around. He's a 30-year wrestling coach, too, yeah. so he's not a young dude. No, he's a, he's an like, older he's guy. He's probably like 60 years old or something. Like, good for him. And he knows these guys are young guys. They're doing something stupid or smart, depending on how you look at it. And they got their whole lives ahead of them. And he's caught him. He's he's going to nip this in the bud. He's going to write have them write a very heartfelt essay. And for wrestlers, a one page essay is tough punishment. That's more homework than they're probably going to have to do all season. And these guys, you know, they're these aren't the brightest of dudes. Their ears are all smashed up. They're rolling yeah. around with dudes all the time. They're all, always trying to make weight. Yeah, they're wearing garbage bags. Yeah, they run it. They run around sweatsuits in the summer. They're yes. Yeah, it's, a, it's a weird life. Garbage bags, like a lot. You know, they all think they're probably going to the UFC, and it's like they, these are twenty-year-old guys. Like they're not super intelligent, and they 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 just need a little push. And going to prison is probably not the best thing for them. So this coach intervened. Hey, he took the drugs away. Yeah, they were given. He was. They were giving their teammates a smoking deal. But he did the right thing. He reprimanded the boys. He made them write a very heartfelt essay, and he took away their drugs. Like that's the exact right. right punishment, in my opinion. I mean, the war on drugs—we've learned it doesn't work. No, so, seems like this guy's figured out his own solution. I agree. Like Jay Robinson, I would, I'm not going. Well, I'm not going to go so far as to call well, him. Yeah, that's but true. But he, <laughs> his name is still just he Jay. He made the best. Of a bad situation. and The guy's name is Jay. He's been a wrestling coach for 30 years. Yeah. His brain, I, I'm right. surprised he's even taken on the task of, there's no way he was planning on reading those one pages. I mean, the right? smell of those mats alone uh, could probably, that's probably, he's probably got some level of brain damage from that, for sure. Yeah, I used to, um, I didn't play winter sport, and so the football coach would, yeah. would make sure that we lift weights in the winter if you weren't playing right. you weren't playing hoops or whatever. And uh, the weight room was right by the wrestling, yeah. and it just smelled so terrible. Yeah, because they're all sweating; they're all trying to make weight. So it was it was always very smelly uh, near the wrestling. Always trying to get down and weight, riding the bike with those baggies on. It did not look very mm. fun. They, you know, no. you could see why they would might want to relax a bit, I mean, a little were, bit with some pills, they, some benzos. Yeah, they were tough. I mean, the wrestlers, I, I respect it. They were tough motherfuckers, oh, but yeah. like, let them have some Xanax. Yeah. Especially. They need fun. Yeah, they probably, probably got a big match against Iowa or Penn State, which that's like the powerhouse programs out there. True, and I'd rather the guys won three national championships. Just Jay Robinson? Yeah. Oh, he can write his own ticket then. Exactly. This is it. guys from Minnesota. Yeah. He's won three national titles. Good, good for him. It's a small town thing, you know. Shouldn't even yeah. have made the papers. Yeah. If it were the football coach, we wouldn't even have heard about it. <clears throat> okay, Ed. You know, these days the business landscape is just so freaking competitive. Mm-hmm. And one of the hardest things to do is attract top talent. You might think you got a high level guy and you might think you're, you're grooming him for maybe a seat in the boardroom someday. And then before you know it, here comes Apple. Right. There's always Facebook, someone else. Google trying to snatch up your people. So you always have to be looking to find new ways to bring in stars and more importantly you have to do it early right get into the ground floor i mean you know it's like i remember in college you'd be you'd walk around and there was always like enterprise renter car was always trying to come to recruit people hey come and, come and i don't you make you a manager right away running your own franchise enterprise renter car come work for us you're gonna move up quick and here's the thing about that. I, I just – I do wonder. They were everywhere on my campus yeah. too. And I don't want to disparage anyone who might be working for them. Sure. But I don't – sitting behind the counter. Are they talking about like working for the marketing department or like just sitting behind the counter and giving keys? I, well, you know what? I think they need – I think they burn through a lot of people because the the rental car game seems that – the Profit margins seem to be really dictated by getting you to buy that insurance. 
<laughs> yeah, but why would you need to go to four years of college? I, I agree. Or even two years I agree. of college. They like, so you can hand somebody keys and sell them insurance. They want, a call, they want a college graduate, and they really want you to buy that insurance. And the thing is, they do. you don't need that insurance, and they know you don't need it. And, and your credit card offers yes, some insurance. There's, there's a lot of – your The car insurance on your car at home covers you and your rental car, plus whatever credit card you're using has insurance for that fucking thing. So unless you're going to really just go out and destroy yeah, – going to a demolition yes, derby. Yes, unless you're going to go jackass and destroy <laughs> that, the car on purpose. That was a pretty good jackass when really he returned good. the Yes, <laughs> it was very good. Nine bucks a day for the extra insurance. So you don't need that insurance. So I feel like they they need somebody with some level of expertise to come in and really work people because you go in and they like basically break out the actuary tables. Like they really try to hard close you on that insurance. And I feel like you just couldn't get somebody off the street to do that. You need a level of intelligence to do that, but also probably burn through them pretty quick. Mm. You know, a couple, couple, you, you knock on some people's doors trying to deal them that insurance and they say, no, you get, you get burned out on it pretty quick. So you need new people. You need to keep bringing them in. Well, Ed, it's not mm-hmm. that's there's a similar situation happened recently to the Enterprise Rent a Car situation at Maselli's Corner, which isn't a rental car franchise, but sort of in that vein, it's a strip club in Harrison, Michigan. And they recently laid down the gauntlet in the Midwestern skin dancer game by hanging <laughs> a message from their marquee that said, quote, now hiring class of 2016. Mm. <laughs> and, and I like it. Yeah, this just may come as a shock to you, but apparently the local Michiganders don't appreciate the type of outside the box thinking that puts a place like Maselli's on the map. <laughs> judging, judging by the quotes from the local spinsters who, while yeah. full up on outrage, lack the assets required to get the gig being advertised in the first place. Listen to a couple of these, Ed. Quote, children fresh out of high school shouldn't be taking their clothes off for money, said outraged Harrison resident, resident Lisa Dickerson. I think it's sickening. Here's another one. Quote, they're good people, said another Lisa Mulholland. But I Who's good people? still don't think it's right. Well, she apparently knows the Maselli's. Oh, from the story, Maselli's Corner released a statement Thursday saying, in no way were they trying to offend anybody. The sign was simply a joke. And then they did that wink. They winked a couple times real hard, and then they jammed their elbow into whoever they were talking to. Uh, and if apparently this has been good for them on Facebook. People are really um, blowing them up. They've gone viral, some, some for, some against. But, Ed, there's two questions I want to ask you. First... Okay. Is the central Michigan area pretty well known for having lots of dumb people named Lisa? And two, could Mr. Maselli have avoided all of this controversy and still quadrupled his business by just putting his own daughter, Samantha, on the pole? Yeah, buddy. (laughs) Put down that vacuum, Maselli. Start pimping out your dog. Now, he was a ball player that became a maid or something. That was a clearly didn't manage his finances. That was a very like long reaching premise. That was a long way to go. Right. There was there's a lot going on. Also, why was the grandmother Mono Mono was just a flat out whore? Why why was the grandmother so horny all the time? That was very disturbing to me. Very Randy. And Jonathan. He, I like when he came out like 10 years after the show ended. I, I was like, no, it's okay. We buddy. knew. We got it. <laughs> we knew, buddy. <laughs> we, we knew, and nobody was watching the show for Jonathan. You were no. the B storyline at best. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah, da- Danny um, Pintaro. Yes. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we're talking Michigan. I mean, what was the other big story in Michigan? That they couldn't have clean drinking water. Yeah, that's right. Or, or yes. the, the years before, it was like, oh, the... Uh, the, the average price of a car is more than a home in Detroit. Yes. So, like, they're, they're, they're providing commerce. Right. They're giving jobs to, to graduates. If you're working at the strip club, you, you need the money. Yeah. And the other thing is strippers age like dogs. It's true. It's, it's a short so like, window. An 18-and-a-half-year-old, like, they're already feeling like 22. But by the time they're 20... 
they're looking like they're 29. Yeah, it's true. And when they're 25, they look 40. It's like, so it's like that girl you, you got to stay young. Yeah, it's like that girl you you see in the porno and you're like, "Oh, this chick's pretty cute." And then you see her like 6 months later and it, she's not the same person. You're like, "What what the fuck yeah. happened to that <laughs> yeah, chick?" Yeah, move her over to the grandma porn section. Yes, it's yes, exactly. <laughs> Take get rid of the pigtails, give her some glasses. Now she's a MILF. The MILF porn, they're like twenty seven. Yes, exactly. Uh yeah, and these these strippers, you gotta start scouting talent young. Like that's that's what sells. And that's the game. Yeah, there's probably like Maselli's. They probably have competition. There's probably some other roadhouse where chicks take their tops off some on some highway in central Michigan. And hey, well, they're probably right. reaching out to these young girls too. I don't remember uh, a lot of uproar in Austria in the late 18th century when no. uh, all the composers were like 12 years old. <laughs> That's right. That's right. This, this, I mean, everyone we learned about as a kid, they came from Austria and they were like 12. This, that Mozart started when he was like four. Like Beethoven. They're, yes. all, they're all young. Yes. Put them to work. Yeah. Come on. This is Jennifer Capriati was playing tennis at 13. The Williams sisters. 13. What's, tearing what's it up. wrong with Maselli's girls? Martina. The, the Dodgers drafted Adrian Beltre when he was 16. That's how you get off the island. Field and I, ground balls. That's right. Hit your Give way. Give them out. a chance in, in Michigan. Uh, that's the one state that should not be choosy about where the jobs are being provided. Agreed. And also, I mean, beggars can't be choosers. Like, they, like, I can only met one time. I'll tell you one time I was at a strip club in Arizona. Mm-hmm. The Alaskan Bush Company. Get it? <laughs> that's some name. Yeah. That's some moniker. It's like, it like a pun. Like you're out in the Alaskan Bush, but also yeah. like the broads took it all off. You know, it was a, yeah, that's the full contact karate. Yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah. it was a full new joint. And this, there's this overly skinny chick up on the stage and she was, Oh, this place also had what you call, and I never partook in this obviously, but this place also had, uh, like the Alaskan Bush company had what's called the Bush dive. And that's where you would go up and you would not me, but people would go up there dudes, unsavory dudes, they would go up to the stage and they would lay back with their head on the stage and with the, do- the dollar bill would be in their mouth. And the, oh, yeah. and the girl... Would, That's a bachelor party move. Yeah, and the girl would come up and she'd, she'd writhe around that dollar with her pussy right up by their face and then she'd come down with her tits and squeeze their face and pull the dollar out of their mouth with her tits. It was a, it was a move. But I digress. One time I was there... And this woman was up there dancing. She was very skinny. She was unfortunately skinny. And she also had a lot of tattoos. And she was not what I would call beautiful. Like skinny like the girl who OD'd in, uh, in Boogie Nights? Yes. Yes, like, exactly. Like gross like kind of. Overly skinny. Like hadn't like needed a sandwich. Like you would look at her and go, that, that chick needs a sandwich. Also, she was a little long in the tooth. I'm not sure, but I think she might have had a couple rugrats hanging out in the corner as well. Uh, she got up there and she danced around. She danced for a whole song and Ed, not one person, but a dollar on the stage. Not, oh, no, no one went up for a bush dive. No one flipped a quarter up there. And it wasn't like Saturday night. This was definitely the B team. And you know, the crowd was there to see the B team and this, and she had, I think I might've witnessed her last day as a stripper, her last moment as a stripper, <laughs> because she got up and she scolded Everyone like she had an actual meltdown right there on stage about the lack of bush, bush dives. Come on, guys. I'm up here working like the whole thing. It was very unfortunate. <clears throat> the point is, is you got there's you need top talent. You got to try to if you want guys to come in and buy beers, you got to attract some high level talent or else, you know, you have a discerning audience these days is my point. That's that's a that's a good, good point. How, that's a good way to wrap this up. Real quick, Ed. Yeah. How fucking old is this guy? Catherine Helmond, Mona. Well, she was the Randy. Randy grandmother. That show was probably like, that might have been a 30 years ago. Was it about 86? Yes. Yeah, I believe it ran. Hold on. I, I just saw it. I just saw it. I skipped ahead. Hold on. I'll tell you right now. That show ran. Whoa. I didn't realize it went this long. 
started in 1984, ran until ni- yeah. 1992. But that power alley for boys of our age. Yeah, it was with the 85, 86, absolutely. Yeah, it was when the change was happening. That's true. Yeah. Right. I mean, there was, there was, there was more at play when you're, when you're, when you're 10, yeah. 11, 12 years yeah. old and you're starting to see somebody blossom. Oh, yeah. And she was that blossoming. Was, that was so was Jonathan, by the way. Yeah, in a different in way. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say, let's just go 30 years ago. Yeah. She was 65. Yeah. She's 95 years old. <laughs> Pretty close. Pretty okay. close. Actually, she's born 1929. So in that right in that wheelhouse of 85, she would have been 55, 56 years old, a full 10 years younger oh. than you're picturing. <laughs> I was going to say she looked good for 65. Yeah, she did. She would no. she looked a little old for mid 50s, I would say. Yeah, I I'd, I'd like to think I'm not looking like that age group in 15 years. Uh, no, I agree. Uh, also, Judith Light. How old do you think she? How fucking old is this guy, um, Angela from Who's the Boss? Yeah, she sucked. She was she was an extension of Jonathan, yeah. or vice versa. Yeah, they were they were terrible. They were, I, I never got the sexual chemistry because I was not feeling Judith Light in any way, <laughs> shape, or she form. She gave off no vibe whatsoever. No none. way, none. Uh, uh, she was she was forty. I would say she was. 42 she's she's 72 years old she's 1949 so she would have been in her middle 30s well yeah depending on what month but yeah yeah, she's she's 67 67 years old oh she could lie she's um ed fun fact she's from new jersey trenton the, the capital city Trenton makes the world takes. Yeah. They got a big sign when you drive oh, by. Sweet, yes, Judith, another New Jerseyan. Uh, okay, what's right, we, what else is going we on? Like, here? yeah, well, we like we like taking a look, taking a deep dive into the states, the United States of America. That's true. <sighs> and a, a, so, uh, an Alaskan bush dive, if you will. <laughs> well, uh, one 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 website. What they dug into? There's a way people know how to get all this analytics from Google. I, I know. I really don't know how they do it. It's big. You know, do. it's big business. And they say they say that data is the new internet. Like hmm. the internet was the thing of the last twenty years, and now it's data. Whatever that means, Ed. I'm just trying to sound smart here. Data. Yes. Data Sounds is like the it's th- out of my. Data is the thing with the internet. Data is the thing of the next twenty years. If (laughs) if you hear that, remember that I said it first. You're not talking about the gadget kid from Goonies, right? Definitely not. Okay. All right. Um, So speaking of Alaska, like I'll give you. So they looked into each state's favorite Google question. I'll give you Alaska. Uh, pretty obvious. How do you smoke salmon? Oh, I was gonna say how. What is it okay to fuck a bear? Okay. Yeah, my guess would have been, you know, saw a black guy today. Yeah. Is that Tra- Trajan yeah. Langdon or Carlos Boozer? Because those, those are the only black. Those are the only black guys. <laughs> uh, California's pretty obvious. Is Bernie Sanders vegan? These are these are That's unique to the state. No, it's it's absolutely okay. true. Uh-huh. And Florida, it's obvious. Why does everyone hate Florida? That is pretty good. I thought okay. it would be like, what kind of um, exotic reptiles are okay to own? But I guess you wouldn't have to Google that because it's all of them. Yeah, exactly. All right. So I'm going to give you uh, the question and then multiple choice for the state. Okay. I like these. All right. Question number one. What is the clap? A, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. B, Florida. Oh. C West Virginia D Ohio. Oh, I was going to I was hoping Maryland would be there because we've learned that Baltimore and New Orleans pretty much lead the world in or lead the United States in sexually transmitted diseases. So, give me the choices again. Texas, Florida, Tennessee, Florida, West Virginia, Ohio. I'm going to go with these people are very backward. I don't, they cannot be very many computers there, but there's plenty of STDs. I'm going to say West Virginia. Nope. It would be the volunteer state. Tennessee. Tennessee. Wow. Yeah. 
<laughs> okay. You'd have to pick somewhere where the, where the clap still exists. And while Ohio, like Southern Ohio is still basically the South. And we've determined here that Ohio is pretty much Midwestern Florida. Yeah, they're just breeding cereal. Killers. I feel like there there's enough penicillin in the state of Ohio that they've eradicated the clap. Yeah, I was a little surprised. Tennessee has some good cities there. That's true. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but let's go to question two: Is Ted Cruz the Zodiac killer? Oh yes. The answer is yes. A. New York. B. North Dakota. C. Kansas. D. Idaho. Interesting. New York. Hmm. Oh, that is tough. I'm going to say the Big Apple, New York, is the state that Googles Ted Cruz's, is Ted Cruz the Zodiac Killer? Yeah, the uh, New Yorkers hate Ted Cruz yeah. for his New York values thing. Yeah. But it's actually Idaho. Idaho, really? I figured they'd be Apparently big. They Ted- took time from, yeah, they'd be, yeah, it seems like it, but I guess they were. They're a little concerned because their potential candidate might be the Zodiac. Right. I feel. I feel like if Ted Cruz were going to win a state in the primary, it would be either Arizona or Idaho. Right. Right. I. I, I guess it's. It's because there are New Yorkers as 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 terrible as many of them are. Many of them are very in touch with the times. And Ted Cruz, once we found out his age, he couldn't possibly be the Zodiac right. killer unless he was like. Skipping out on like fourth grade, yes. third grade well, to kill people. Well, I'm still, I still have a little PTSD over discovering that Ted Cruz is 45 years old. Yeah, it's, 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 it's tough. It's just it's still so shocking to me. I thought he was like 65 years old. Like he's, he's not, he's of my generation. It's just crazy to me. 45. Yeah. Right. Like, did you, can you think of like somebody you went to high school with that could be Ted no. Cruz? No. He seems so much older. He's so much older. Like, it's just so shocking. I just still, I feel like I've read it wrong. It's just, it's one of, it's like being in denial. I just can't accept it. Yeah, it's it's very disturbing. Also, the the Zodiac Killer, one of the, I saw, I first learned of the Zodiac Killer on the Leonard Nimoy narrated television show In Search Of in the late 70s and early 80s. And I was- Yeah, those shows used to spook me. They're very fucking scary. And I learned of the Zodiac Killer and I was very fucking, because, you know, they didn't catch the guy. And I was very, very, very scared of the Zodiac Killer, probably until the um, Night Stalker started terrorizing and like gouging out people's eyes like blocks away from where I lived. So that then he then the, then he got pushed down. Yeah, the Zodiac Killer was replaced. Um, but that that move that reminds me the David Fincher movie Zodiac with Jake Super Gyllenhaal. Super creepy. It's it's it is very creepy, uh, but it's a great movie, and yeah, I, I recommend it. Fincher's okay. awesome. Oh, he's great. Uh, number three, when is WrestleMania? A, Alabama, B, Louisiana, C, Mississippi, D, Kentucky. Oh, but see, but all those places, this is very hard because I I would assume all those people would know this (laughs) Or E, all of the above. Yes. Uh, I'll say Kentucky. (laughs) It's Louisiana. Wow. Question four. Okay. Is funner a word? That's great. A, Wisconsin. Oh my God. B, Minnesota, D. C, North Dakota, D, South Dakota. I like also that there, that in every state of the union, people do their Google searches as a question, which right. I've never done once. You just type when it. When I'm trying to find out a spelling, like, or if you would just type in funner, funner yeah. and it would be like, well. If you want to know if funner. funner was a word, you just type in funner. Like, it knows. It doesn't need, it's not Ask Jeeves. Right. The great, the great search engine of the 1990s. <laughs> and Jeeves didn't know shit. Yeah, Jeeves sucked. Then we had Yahoo. <laughs> Ask Jeeves if you don't want the right answer. Yeah, you never got anything out of Jeeves. Now we got Google. You just type in funner, guys. You know, okay, what are my choices in states? Wisconsin, Minnesota, North or South Dakota. Oh, Wisconsin. Um, well, let's see, this is, this is, you made this hard because Wisconsin and Minnesota, we both, we know both, that's Two very fucked up accents there. Uh, and they both seem like the types that would say funner. Funner. I would say um, because. Well, what about Fargo? That accent. That's true. They, yeah, yeah, it's all kind of the same. I'm going to say Wisconsin. They're the funner people. Minnesota. It was uh, probably those guys trying to think of words yeah. for uh, for their, their paper. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Right? They're, they're trying to figure out how to say, 
Well, we we were selling Xanax because we wanted to make it more funner. Right. Yes. Yeah. They wanted. They they were on Xan. They were marketing their Xanax, and they're like, "Hey, Xanax is uh, much more funner than Vicodin." Okay. Last question: okay. How to make a baby? A. Uh, Kentucky. B. Mississippi. C. West Virginia. D. Ohio. Oh my God, Ed. I'm going to go back to the well, and this has to be a backwards place. It's either West Virginia or Kentucky. I'm going to say Kentucky. Boom, you got oh, it. Oh, nice. One for six. Um, and, but you should look. I, it was the AV Club. They did it. And if you drill down, like you can see the, like the top ten questions. I mean, there are, there are some amazing ones. Like why, why, uh, why is Maine asking, is Bernie Sanders Jewish? I mean, he's like very clear and, and like Jewish. Kentucky's asking, "Who is Siri?" Right, that's crazy. I Kansas can't. is asking, "What is Syria?" What? It's not where what? is Syria. What, what is, is Syria? Maybe they think it's like an <laughs> it's illness. A planet. What is Syria? <laughs> what? Who's on, typing? Kansas. Who's typing these as questions? Kansas, Kansas's top two questions are, "What is Syria?" and "How to make meth." <laughs> Shut up. Again, how to make meth. I feel like you have a cousin that can tell you that. I feel like you're in a place where a lot of meth is made. I don't feel like you need to Google it. Also, every time you Google something, everybody that gets like Casey Anthony, she was, she was Googling like how to get rid of a body or something like Right, right. The crimes they can do totally. And you can't, if you're in Florida, it doesn't matter that you. You've already given the prosecution the entire case. Well, it doesn't matter. Um, it is so. If you're gonna do, if you're gonna Google how to make meth, there's a good chance that you're gonna make some meth, and then they're gonna bust you, and then they're gonna look at your computer and see that you've Googled how to make meth. If you're planning on doing a crime, don't Google how to do the crime. That that just shows you shouldn't be doing the crime. <laughs> I was just looking at Mississippi. There's yeah. a major. They've got a bunch. Yes. Am I pregnant? <laughs> yes. Am I pregnant? Is Obama the Antichrist? Yes. Answer yes. <laughs> These two are great because it just shows Mississippi is just not like a lot of the country. No. no it, One this question is who is Prince and who is Harriet Tubman? Like that's great. No clue. That's great. Like it came up with you know, like that they announced the twenty dollar bill and people were like, Who the hell is that? Yeah, I should find out who that is. <laughs> Underground Railroad. I should know. When before I get a twenty dollar bill. I should know. Like they know, like they have any idea who's currently on the twenty dollars. They also asked, "Are mermaids real?" Yes. <laughs> well, that well, we're land. We're mostly landlocked, Mississippi. I mean, there are no mermaids on the Mississippi River. Well, we did that story. Delta. We did that story. Remember, there's that defensive end on the L.A. Rams that doesn't think that dinosaurs are real, but he yeah, does believe yeah. mermaids are real. Yeah. Well, that's that's a reasonable assumption. Well, that's an excellent quiz. Uh, oh, well, good job, America. Yes, outstanding. A lot of hope for the future. Uh, it's time. It's time to do to get into the pop culture segment of the show. The heavy lifting. This is where we really get the real news of the day. From our very own pop culture correspondent, Fancy Sauce. She joins us now. The segment is Fancy Pop. How you doing, Fancy Sauce? Well, hello. Hey, Kate. Hey. Hi. Uh, what? Oh, wait. Hold on. This is somebody's reached out. Oh, it's this is from Ish. Okay. Also, we got an email from Ish. Somebody wanted to know if Ish was short for Ishmael, and mm-hmm. it isn't. Oh yeah, Ish, it isn't. Yeah, I didn't feel like reading the rest of what he wrote in that one. Toe, toe cutter asked that one. Yeah, toe cutter wanted to know if Ish is short for Ishmael, and it isn't. So I don't. But he didn't. He didn't. It's a nickname, but I didn't, he didn't get into it. Okay. But he's got this. Hey there. Here's a fuck Mary kill for Kate. You familiar with this game, Kate? Yeah. I read you three names, and you have to select one of these people to have sex with, one to marry, and the other one to kill. Are you ready? Jared Leto, Johnny Depp, Shia LaBeouf. Because you want to kill all three, obviously. That's the point of this game. Very difficult. Yes. I mean, the the biggest thing... The biggest thing is you got to marry one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Like the fucking, like you could, you could yeah, get around you could to that stomach one. stomach the sex. But, but like just spending your life with someone. 
Yes. Oh my goodness. Yeah. It was, this would be tough. Um, now, no, I'm not trying to sway you here. But it's really hard because I'm not attracted to any of them. But okay. Jared Leto is supposedly he's. I, but I don't need you to say that. He's weird looking, but he's good looking, I want right? To like do this without. Oh, okay. Like this is yeah, for he's, me. No, he's you. very good looking, but he's also. Hung. But now people are gonna think that. Okay. Like I'm choosing it because of what you. Oh, no, said. I just wanted you to have all the details. I don't, I don't need, know. I don't, I'm detailed up. I don't know how Depp and LaBeouf are hung. I think I would take one for the team, and I would fuck Jared Leto. Yeah. Just so to let you guys know. But no. Oh my goodness! You're about to marry one of those two. But not. But not because he's hung like. I'm gonna put Shia LaBeouf out of his misery. Yeah, kill him. And guys, guy wants to die. I'm gonna marry Johnny Depp, and I'm gonna re. I'm gonna give him a makeover. I'm gonna reimagine, restyle, also and repurpose. He's very rich. Johnny Depp is extremely He's Also, wealthy. as we're about to find out, out in my roundup, he is about to be single okay. again. Let's, so, at, for the record, you would F Jared Leto. You yes. would marry Johnny Depp uh-huh. and you would kill Shia LaBeouf. I think so. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. That's a tough one. Yeah, it is really that's tough. That's a really that's, tough one. That's what, what I would have picked, though. If this was, were my F, Mary kill, I would have done the same. I'll put it out to you, Ed. F, but Mary I kill. I will always marry Johnny Depp, but I might, maybe I'd sex Shia and kill Jared. Well, well you can't switch it now. You've already yeah. chosen. But I'm just saying. Okay. Like, um, that would be choice B. Ed Daly. Fuck, um, fuck, Mary kill. Jared Leto, Johnny Depp, Shia LaBeouf. Well, Jared Leto's good looking. But he doesn't he sleep in a coffin? Didn't he's, you do a story about that? He's like, very weird. Something like that. Like I can't, I can't deal with that one. Yeah. So he he would he would be the the, the fuck. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah. In terms of killing, I mean, Christ! Can you yeah. imagine being married to Johnny Depp and like having to get going in a hurry, and he's got to put on like yes. thirty rings and ninety? Yeah. I think I you feel like kill he Johnny never Depp. takes that stuff off. Though. Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. Showers, yeah. sleeps with it all on. That's it's a good like, point. You know. But even just picking out a hat could take hours. He wears so many hats. Could take weeks. Yeah, I, I would kill Johnny Depp, fuck Jared Leto, and marry Shia LaBeouf. Oh, oh then you got to go with Shia LaBeouf while, while he rides an elevator in the Empire State yeah, Building but, for six but weeks. you don't have to be right. That You would have a lot of time to yourself because he'd be riding an elevator. Maybe. Or watching, watching a marathon of his own movies. Or working out in his jeans. Johnny Depp at least seems like a decent guy. I would, I would definitely, well, I would fuck Jared Leto because I want to see that hog. He is supposedly yeah. hung like I, a beast. Can we not talk about which guys that you two would sex? I would fuck Jared Leto. And I would, I'm not, I'm not afraid to say I would definitely have sex with Jared Leto. Me too. I would, um, I would marry Johnny Depp because he's so fucking rich. Like I could, I could That's be true. Shia LaBeouf, he owns, I, he might not yeah, have any he owns left. an island in the Bahamas. Just this Shia LaBeouf got in a car accident a while back. He was driving an F-150. Like, there's nothing wrong with that, but I'm telling you, you know. It's not Hollywood money. You no, know, Johnny Depp's probably got a Tesla. Okay. He's probably got an island full of cars. Yeah, he does. He's got an island. Uh, okay, Kate, what is going on in the world of pop culture? What's happening in fans? Well, first of all, I just want to thank, say thanks to our newest Patreon subscriber, oh, yes, Corey Worrell. War- oh, yeah, I know him. If you've been considering, I'm sorry, I didn't hear the name. Corey Worrell. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Or is it Worrell? Thanks, bro. I'm not I sure think how it's you probably say it. Worrell. Sorry, Corey, if I yeah. butchered your name. Yeah, Corey's a cool dude. He's a buddy. Um, of mine. You are a cool dude. If you've been considering subscribing to Patreon and contributing, though, for the content we give you for free every week, but you haven't yet, what are you waiting for? Also, it can literally be one dollar a month. Just yeah. Saying. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it can't. It shouldn't be, but it I could mean, be. I mean, that's an option. Yeah, yeah. Look, if that's, that's, a, if that's all you be. can spare, that's all you that's can spare. That's a quarter a show. I'm not mad at that. You could, anyway. you could do a quarter a show. Yeah. I like that, uh, that the people that are contributing are people we know. I think that's really cool. It is really cool. But I, there's a lot of people that listen to the show that we don't know. We would like to know you. They, we would like to get to know you through your contributions yeah. and, and your emails. Okay, Kate, what else? All right, so... This is kind of a bummer, this story. Um, Mark Salling, a.k.a. Puck from Glee. You guys are probably familiar with the show Glee. Huge Glee fan. Um, has officially been <laughs> indicted on child- I just have it on a continuous loop in my house, yeah. that show. Yeah, it's a great show. 
has officially been indicted on child pornography charges. A federal grand jury indicted him on two counts of child porn. So gross. Last December, the actor's laptop was seized when authorities found thousands of images and videos depicting child porn. Following Glee Ellen Mark Salling's indictment, he, the actor has been cut from the un- upcoming miniseries. He was starring in Boy, Gods and Secrets. I feel like he's going to be cut from Hollywood. An ex-girlfriend of Salling's tipped off cops and they investigated before the raid to make sure it wasn't a revenge allegation. Law enforcement sources now tell us they've already seen more than a thousand images on his computer. Oh yeah, that guy's going to prison. Um, yeah. Yeah, he's he's probably not he's not going to be part of Hollywood's plans. I don't know who that guy is, but I'll tell you this: one year after the he's a young guy, he's probably like early twenties. One year the Super Bowl ended, and the Super Bowl was on Fox, and I was just kind of drunk on my couch, sitting there by myself, and it the the Super Bowl turned into an episode of Glee. And I think I remember that it was I'm like, oh, this is that Glee thing people are talking about, and I watched a few minutes of it and. I have to be honest, it was really terrible. Like, especially bad. Much, much worse than I pictured. It's, I'm going to be honest, I didn't realize it, it's been on the air in like the last five years. I think it might be over now. I thought it was over. But I think it only ended recently, like a year or two oh, ago. Okay. Okay. I don't know, I never watched it. Yeah. Okay, this next story is also kind of a bummer. And bear really with bringing me because down the, there the, are a lot of details okay, let's that I need de- to get through. Okay, let's get through the details. Okay, Amber Heard has filed for divorce from Johnny Depp uh, after uh, about 15 months of marriage last Monday, citing irreconcilable differences. So he's on the market. Then later that week, Heard showed up in court with a bruise on her face claiming Johnny Depp physically assaulted her and that she's the victim of repeated domestic violence. And the judge issued a restraining order requiring Johnny to stay 100 yards away from her. Oh, my God. I'm sure that's not a problem. The judge also gave Amber the right to live in the family home, but rejected a request to protect at least one of their dogs the from Johnny. family home? That's his house. And, like, he kicks a dog or something. The family home. Amber asked for a $50,000 a month in spousal support, he but the af- judge rejected that request. He can afford it. The judge also declined to order Johnny into anger management. Small price to pay. So... There's a picture circulating online showing Amber with a bruise around her eye, um, which she says Depp inflicted Saturday night. She claims he smashed his iPhone on her face. Yes. Okay. Well, at least he doesn't have an Android. So it's always disturbing to see a photograph where it looks like somebody has been the victim of domestic abuse. Agreed. And I think the internet reacted strongly to this. Yes. And everyone's I mean, I don't like, know. you know what? If that's true, fuck that guy. Sure. If it's true. But there's two and sides I, to every story. You, uh, yeah, there's well, always two sides. And I'm usually err on the side of the victim, but the plot thickens. Right. So what, Amber claims during the alleged attack, Johnny shattered various objects in the apartment. She says she was on the phone with a friend during the fight. And when Johnny grabbed her phone, she screamed to her friend, call the cops. So the friend, the friend called 911. That's how the cops arrived uh-huh. at um, the residence. Yes. Amber says when cops arrived, Johnny had already fled, so they took a report from her. Um, apparently, the cops told Amber they would find Johnny and arrest him if she gave a statement about the alleged violence, but for some reason, she refused. Oh, no. Um, so anyway. muddled. Did he try to escape on a penny farthing? Yeah. yeah. You know. He was on a unicycle. Yes. I'd, like to, I'd like to make a statement. And he had like coattails jo- and a top hat. Johnny, Johnny Depp joins us now. Oh. No, I believe... Uh, some of this misunderstanding is is uh, the public's mistrust in me began in Alt 5 when I was selected as people's most beautiful man alive. Mm. Sexist man uh, alive, I, yeah. I, I, I argued I'm no man but merely a vessel for old pirates and, and from the early 18th century to channel themselves. Yeah. And uh, it, it was not my fault when you're wearing as many rings as I do. Uh, it's like holding, holding a, a, a roll of quarters. My, right. my fists are very strong and they, they have a lot of momentum. Brass knuckles. Johnny, did no. your did Amber's hair get caught in your rings, and is that how you pulled her hair allegedly? Well, it was this moment of frustration because I was uh, pouring my absinthe and slicing some pecorino cheese, <laughs> and uh, one of my scarves got wrapped around the knife, and uh, my elbow swung around and hit an iPhone. And uh, I'm I'm not familiar with this modern technology at this point because. Uh, uh, my my old friend Pierre from uh, from the Burgundy region of France 
told me that uh, a man without technology is a man who's enlightened. Uh, it, interesting. Wow. You're so wise. Johnny Depp. Uh, Johnny Depp, like, obviously, I'm only rooting for the truth in this situation. Yeah, and I me too. I, but, I, I mean, and, and that's hopefully will come out. And I will say, and I'll say. Did you read the, the Doug Stanhope thing? Yeah, yeah, so anyway, I got a few. I, the plot thickens a little bit. Right. Here. Okay, so Depp and his people are calling BS because first Amber never filed a police report and apparently she posted Instagram pics after the alleged beating and never showed any injury. Um, Then we have apparently Amber screamed to Johnny in the middle of their argument last week, stop hitting me. Oh. Problem is, when she screamed, Johnny was more than six yards away. So claimed two witnesses. So apparently there was two security guards who Amber knew were standing in the entryway outside the apartment, giving them space during their argument. When out of nowhere, they heard her scream. Within a second, they bolted into the living room and saw Johnny in the kitchen and Amber on the couch in the living room. So it's an open floor plan. Both um, security guards say Johnny was at least 20 feet away from her and the scream was a badly executed attempt at setup. Okay. So, you know, maybe they are protecting him or maybe they like him better or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Or maybe they have, they're just saying they what no they reason saw. I used okay. to pull that same move when I was wailing on my brother when he was a little kid. So both these guards are expected to testify next month during their restraining order trial. They also say throughout Johnny and Amber's 15-month marriage, she was the one who flew into rages, screaming at him, throwing bottles and charging him. I mean, that seems more And they believable. claim they frequently had to pull her off him. He doesn't seem very um, rage. Well, we don't know, but yeah, I mean, so Amber don't claims, know, but yeah, it's 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 the fact that everybody has hated all his movies, yes. and and he's a pompous asshole has made it so everyone has just jumped on him. Like, yeah, he's a fucking douche. But who knows? Who it, knows what's going on? Like, seems like a bit of a pussy. Like, well, I and she's don't... she's really young, right? Yeah, she's thirty. Like, Here's the main problem. Oh, she. I thought she was even younger, yeah. but the main it's problem just, is she claims her alleged inj- injuries were caused when he threw um, an iPhone at her. Uh-huh. Um, but apparently, the responding cops say that she had no visible injuries. She also claims there was broken glass on the floor because he went berserk. Um, but the security guards insist there was no broken glass, and the cops, when they mm-hmm. arrived, say nothing was. So n- nobody's corroborating amiss, her story. Right? Also, she didn't file a police report, which is telling to me because filing a false police report is a crime. So, but she's since filed one. Oh, she has. Since she oh. lawyered up. Oh, interesting. Then, um, this weekend, comedian Doug Stanhope, who's allegedly a close friend of Johnny's and who is also known to like to party. Yeah, that's for sure. Um, wrote a column this weekend claiming that Amber is actually trying to blackmail Johnny, saying that Heard was threatening to lie about him publicly in any and every possible duplicitous way if yes. he didn't agree to her terms. Yes, I saw that. So, I mean, it's this is a... It's a he said, she said. Yeah, it's a complicated situation. Yeah. Um, both of Depp's exes have come to his defense saying that he's not a violent <laughs> man and support his version of events, not Heard's. So that's where we are. Yeah, I don't I don't want to take a side, but I'm sort of leaning towards Team Johnny in this one. Ed Daly? Well, I, I, I would, I'm not going to pick a side because the important thing is that whoever in Hollywood greenlit another one of these Alice in Wonderland movies is that should true? have their head examined. I saw a commercial for that, and I just assumed that was the first one that hadn't come no, out yet. No, they've made another one. They've made two of yeah, those? There's, a, there's mm-hmm. another one, and it's the same, like, Tim Burton. Oh like, let's, Sasha let's, Baron You know, Cohen Tim Burton, fine, when he was yeah. making Pee-wee's Big Adventure, yeah. and, like, the first Batman, Batman but, like, one. his movies are just intentionally oh did, creepy and weird did you see now. That, like it's, did you see that Planet of the Apes with Marky Mark? Uh, was that Tim Burton? Yes. I don't remember. I, I saw one recently that was okay. I think it was. Here's my opinion. Yes. Before any of this went down, I thought she seemed like a crazy bitch. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yes. I don't have an opinion as to what happened, except right. that I just, she, something about her. Um, Doesn't mean that she's not telling right. the truth. Right. I, re- I was reminded that he was with Winona Ryder in her prom. Oh, and he destroyed a hotel room. I mean, that was, that was a, that's no, a that's tough when one to come with, down from. Um, yeah. Kate Moss. Yeah. Yeah. Kate Moss. And that's another Good score. Oof, 
I didn't know it came must yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Johnny Depp clearly likes to party and go on benders. Yeah. So we'll see. And we've, we were the first to break the news and he might be having a hard time coming to terms with this. My thing is Johnny like, Depp has lost his looks. Well, he's all, and he also, he's, his mom died he looks terrible. the other week. Right. And it, here's the thing. What she wants him to agree to her terms. Yeah. What could her terms possibly be after being married for 15 months? Yeah. She's not do much. So she would have to Calm drum down. up something embarrassing on Calm him down. to get him to agree to pay her because she's, they were only married for a short time. Right. And that may or may not be what's going on right yes. now. Is that all Kate? Yeah. Okay. Excellent job. Thanks. As always, Ed Daly, fine job, as always. Great job, all of us. Okay, um, until next week. Yeah. For Ed Daly, for Kate McManus, I'm Brian Beckner. This has been episode 122 of the Baller Lifestyle podcast from theballerlifestyle.com. We will see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.